Hi everybody, this is Gatsad. I just uh, finished uh, exercising because I don't already have a ridiculously svelte physique. Uh, but I felt I had some kind of angst in me. Maybe we just finished the Yom Kippur Day of Atonement and I hadn't atoned enough. I'm not sure what it was. And so I thought, you know what? It has been a long time since... Look at it. Look at it. The whip of self-disgust is out. As you know, I try to be as progressive as I can when I do things incorrectly, when I'm not progressive enough, when I'm not woke enough. I self-flagellate to, you know, cleanse myself. And so today, even though the Day of Atonement passed recently, and I live a flawless life, I have nothing to atone for, for, it turns out that I do. And therefore, there you go. For those of you who are listening to this on the podcast, you may want to uh, go and watch the clip to appreciate the magisterial beauty of God's self-flagellation. There are four things that I'd like to self-flagellate about today. You know what? Let me just start one just for, for the hell of it. By the way, I, I truly do hit myself. It's, it's not going on the leather seat. I'm truly doing this. All right, so here we go. Number one. Oh, this is a big one. Oh, no, hold on. I appeared, number one, on Fox. Already bad. Nazi station. But worse, I appealed on Gutfeld! Exclamation point. And after that, I went to dinner with Cat. And gut felt. We went to this amazing um, steakhouse, amazing steak, all kinds of wine. It was fantastic. Thank you for that, Greg. And uh, I hate to say this. I know that Greg is a Nazi, but I really like him. So that's one. I hope that my self-flagellation has cleansed me of going on Fox, going on Gutfeld, going out to dinner with Greg. By the way, uh, he was kind enough to ask me to return, uh, you know, very often, as much as my schedule permits it, which I'm happy to do, again, schedule permitting. So uh, hopefully you'll be seeing a lot more of yours truly on Gutfeld. So that's one. Number two, the irresistible, the alluring, the lovely Megan Kelly. I went back on her show. She also, you know, has, you know, probably people think that she's a alt-right. Who knows? I mean, I guess she's not, according to the progressive, she's not as much of a no-no as, say, Fox News. But she did used to work at Fox News. So maybe there is a self-flagellation there. So that's that's it for her. Oh, this next one is a big one. So as, as many of you know, I... Whenever I'm walking on the streets, dog loves doc, dogs love Dr. Goodlooks because dogs are able to understand hierarchy. They understand who's the alpha dog. They understand who exudes the, the pheromones of virility. They understand who has 
a lovely character. And so they congregate to Dr. Good Looks. And so what I do, as many of you who follow me on social media know, is I post photos of me with all sorts of dogs. It's, it's a really nice way to, to meet people and, you know, spread a bit of joy in life. But I did something that I think is truly unforgivable. And, and I'd like to apologize for that. I took a photo earlier today with two Swiss shepherds. Now you might say, what's wrong with that, Dr. Good Looks? Swiss shepherds are nice. No, they are not. They're ultra white. So it could well be that my taking a photo with two super white dogs and someone pointed that behind me there was a white car passing, that could have been a form of internalized white supremacy, which perhaps I suffer from, even though I'm Lebanese Jew from the Middle East. Uh, so I apologize for that. And, and so one of the ways that I tried to correct for it is when I wrote white in my tweet, I did not capitalize it, but I capitalized black when I referred to my Gronendal, which is a one of four varieties of Belgian shepherds. Our male was a Gronendal, which is a, a black dog. And so I capitalized black, but I don't capitalize uh, white. So, so far, I apologize for Greg Gutfeld. I've apologized for going on Megan Kelly. I've apologized for being seen with white supremacist dogs. The last one, I'm just going to start self-flagellating a few times because it is truly something quite um, serious. As you know, I'm a strong proponent of employers teaching us how to interact with others, teaching us how to speak to the other sex. It's definitely not Orwellian. As a 57-year-old, I think it's totally good for employers to be telling me how to interact and so on because so far I didn't know how to do it and so one of the things in the recent mandatory retraining that I had to do is I learned about continuous iterative consent now this applies like they didn't say oh if you're having sex in the workplace obviously you know ethically morally uh, you you can't violate that so it's if you're having a relationship with anyone so in my case i've been married for almost 20 year, 23 years so i would assume that in my case it applies to my relationship when it's sexy time with my wife that there should be continuous iterative consent so for those of you who don't know it's i'm about to play barry white music to get us in the mood do you consent to that yes i'm about to take off my shirt to show off the ridiculous physique that I currently have, which millions of people were drooling over when I was on Greg Gutfeld's show. Do you consent to that? And then she would also talk to me. I'm about to kiss you passionately, Dr. Goodlooks. Do you consent to that? So by a consistent, repetitive, continuous form of iterative consent, we can go through each stage and make sure that we're both comfortable with what's happening. And at any point, we can withdraw previously consented things. That's just the way. Sexually reproducing species, that's what they should do. Until we went to this mandatory training, we were doing it wrong. And this is why I'm here to say that in producing our two children, 
during sexy time, never mind any other sexy sexy time we, we've had. Uh, we've not been doing this. And I now know that that was wrong. So I apologize in one swoop for all previous sexy times with my wife where we did not engage in continuous, continuous repetitive consent elicitation. And, and I, I'm sure that my wife also apologizes for the same. So there you have it. There are many things that I wish that I could have done better. I went through Yom Kippur. There was the Day of Atonement. I'm not going to uh, discuss whether I fasted or not. It's between me and God Almighty. And now here we are on the eve of Shabbat. I hope that I have atoned for whatever sins I've done this week. Thank you for listening. Shabbat Shalom. Cheers, everybody.